Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Kiyar, and I believe we are living in the last days. I hope with this next series of podcasts to explain what is going on and what will happen very soon with regards to the rapture and the tribulation in Bible prophecy. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the good news of Jesus' true salvation for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin right after this short message. The Lord's Prayer. I memorized it as a child and Rich Willie rattled it off every night. Do you ever stop to think about what we're really actually praying for? We find it in Matthew 6, 9 through 10. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that's what's happening in the book of Revelation, chapters 8 and 9. It's a continuation of God's kingdom transfer. Explain that in a minute. Let's recap. So the rapture of Jesus' true believers happened, and we are in heaven waiting for the seven-year tribulation to be over. Back on earth, many wise people who were left behind figured out that they missed the boat by not inviting Jesus into their hearts, and they are stuck on earth. Once they believe, they become the tribulation saints, many of which will be martyred before the seven years are over. The four horsemen of the apocalypse have done their dirty work, and there are more judgments to come. Again, this series that I'm doing through the book of Revelation isn't as deep as others. I highly recommend Through the Word. Um, it's a free Bible app. Um, available in your Bible store for your you know, mobile devices, or you can go to throughtheword.org. Pastor Chris Langham does a fantastic job explaining the explainable in Revelation. However, there is a lot that really stays as mysteries. Pastor Chris brings up this verse from Proverbs, Proverbs 25.2. It is God's privilege to conceal things and the king's privilege to discover them. So we are the kings. God wants us to dig and search for understanding in his word. As we do this, we are educated in his ways and how he wants us to live. So the kingdom transfer. As we prayed, your kingdom come, God heard our prayers. Ever since the fall of man, Satan has controlled the earth. It's corrupted by sin. It's God's turn to take over. God gives us humans chance after chance to repent of our sins. Some do, but a lot don't. The seventh seal releases the trumpet judgments. So you remember, we just left the, we just went through the first six seals, and so now the seventh seal releases the trumpet, the seven trumpet judgments. And I read from Revelation 8 When the Lamb broke the seventh seal on the scroll, there was silence throughout heaven for about half an hour. Silence is powerful. I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and they were given seven trumpets. Then another angel with a gold incense burner came and stood at the altar, and a great amount of incense was given to him to mix with the prayers of God's people as an offering on the gold altar before the throne. 
The smoke of the incense mixed with the prayers of God's holy people ascended up to God from the altar where the angel had poured them out. Then the angel filled the incense burner with fire from the altar and threw it down upon the earth. And thunder crashed, lightning flashed, and there was a terrible earthquake. So we pray your kingdom come. Well, here it is. Nothing gets our attention than 30 minutes of silence. We wait, then we hear thunder, see lightning, and then an earthquake. God does like to shake things up. So next are the first four trumpets. And I continue reading Revelation 8. Then the seven angels with the seven trumpets prepared to blow their mighty blasts. The first angel blew his trumpet and hail and fire mixed with blood were thrown down the earth. One third of the earth was set on fire. One third of the trees were burned and all the green grass was burned. Then the second angel blew his trumpet and a great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea. One third of the water in the sea became blood. One third of all the things living in the sea died, and one third of all the ships on the sea were destroyed. Then the third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from the sky, burning like a torch. It fell on one third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star was bitterness. It made one third of the water bitter, and many people died from drinking the bitter water. Then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one-third of the sun was struck, and one-third of the moon, and one-third of the stars, and they became dark. And one-third of the day was dark, and also one-third of the night. Then I looked, and I heard a single eagle crying loudly as it flew through the air, Terror! 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 To all who belong to this world because of what will happen when the last three angels blow their trumpets! So God's gone from destroying a quarter of the people in Revelation 6 through trumpet 1, a third of the land is burned. Trumpet 2, a third of the sea dies. All the fish died. All the creatures, sea creatures die. And a third of the ships are destroyed. Three, a third of the fresh water is made unusable. Radiation maybe? I don't know. Trumpet 4, a third of the heavens are removed. And God is trying to cleanse the earth of sin. It's his judgment. So I'm borrowing from the Prophetic Gallery series in the YouVersion Bible app. And I highly recommend it too. Um, so this is, this is from the devotional for Revelation 8. So physically, all four of these things that were uh, killed by the these first four trumpets, um, all four are deeply polluted, land, sea, fresh water, and the air. Spiritually, God addresses the pollution in the spiritual realm, the land. There are people who worship the land, Mother Earth, and the physical creation. The sea, the mountains, are spiritual religious systems. And you can look at Isaiah 2. There's a link in my blog to that, to that one. God will destroy them. The fresh waters, a star falling from heaven. This is the destruction of the demonic structures, the healing of that which releases and sustains life. The heavens, removal of spiritual darkness and spiritual pollution of the spiritual realm. Kingdom transfer needs to remove spiritual strongholds that defile our world. They touch all aspects of our world. 
The spiritual corruption has resulted in physical pollution of this world, and that will require cleansing as well. However, we, de- we need to deal with the spiritual first, or we do not address the underlying problem causing everything. That is why the spiritual must be dealt with, or cleansing of the earth is an ongoing and frustrating activity. When we talk and pray for God's kingdom to touch our world, we need to start with the spiritual. So pray for God to break spiritual blindness and spiritual bondage and spiritual polluting of truth and shine light into spiritual darkness. Again, that's from the Prophetic Gallery series in New Version of the Bible app. All right, so we go on. The fifth and sixth trumpets bring terrors and woes. Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen to the earth from the sky, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. When he opened it, smoke poured out as though from a huge furnace, and the sunlight and air turned dark from the smoke. Then locusts came from the smoke and descended on earth, and they were given power to sting like scorpions. They were told not to harm the grass or plants or trees, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So these the people the non-believers, okay, they were told not to kill them, but to torture them for five months with pain like the pain of a scorpion sting. In those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They long to die, but death will flee from them. The locusts look like horses prepared for battle. They had what looked like gold crowns on their heads, and their faces looked like human faces. They had hair like women's hair and teeth like the teeth of a lion. They wore armor made of iron, and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle. They had tails that stung like scorpions, and for five months they had the power to torment people. Their king is the angel from the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon, the destroyer. The first terror is past, but look, two more terrors are coming. That's Revelation 9, 1 through 12. So right now, swarms of locusts are devouring crops throughout Africa and the Middle East. Those don't bother people directly. The ones here sting like scorpions. But then again, I've seen movies trying to imagine what John was seeing. And when you look at, um, you know, a helicopter from the Army or the Air Force, think about that and wouldn't it look like a locust coming at you in a swarm of those? So about that that could be that could be what john saw but of course he wouldn't know what it was so he said they look like locusts all right the sixth trumpet brings the second terror then the sixth angel blew his trumpet and i heard a voice speaking from the four horns of the gold altar that stands in the presence of god and the voice said to the sixth angel who held the trumpet release the four angels who are bound at the great euphrates river Then the four angels who had been prepared for this hour and day and month and year were turned loose to kill one third of all the people on earth. I heard the size of their army, which was 200 million mounted troops. You know, China has an army that big. Mm. 
And in my vision, I saw the horses and the riders sitting on them. The riders wore armor that was fiery red and dark blue and yellow. The horses had heads like lions and fire and smoke uh, and burning sulfur billowed from their mouths. One third of all the people on earth were killed by these three plagues, by the fire and smoke and burning, burning sulfur, sulfur that came from the mouths of the horses. Their power was like their mouths, their power was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails had heads like snakes, the power to injure people. But the people who did not die in these plagues still refused to repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. They continued to worship demons and idols made of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their witchcraft or their sexual immorality or their thefts. That's Revelation 9, 13 through 21. Have you ever been in so much pain that you wish you can die? I remember one bout of food poisoning once when I was miserable for three days. I can't imagine how bad these plagues are going to be. Speaking of plagues, with, with COVID-19, God's gotten the attention of many people. With churches shut for Holy Week and Easter, millions turned to churches online and many gave their lives to Jesus. Unfortunately, not everyone has. Take everything bad that's happening right now on earth. Multiply it many times over. That's what the Great Tribulation is going to be like. Repentance is a major step in salvation, the salvation from the Great Tribulation. That's all God wants us to do, repent of our sins. Otherwise, he's going to give the people, especially the unbelievers left behind, a little taste of hell on earth. If they insist on rejecting his kingdom, then he'll remove his restraining hand of protection. Jesus said, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely, and I will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Was that Apollyon, the destroyer? Hmm. <coughs> My purpose, that is Jesus, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. That's in John 10, verses 9 through 11. The world is corrupted by Satan. Many people are blinded by the devil. Are you? Just the fact that you're reading or listening to this means that you want to get to know Jesus. You are seeking the gospel truth. Again, I borrow from the Prophetic Gallery series devotional, the prayer they offered for Revelation 8. We pray, Father, this is the first prayers that you call us to make. You call us to release the, strong, the stranglehold that Satan has over this creation. It touches every aspect of our world and where we live. There is worship of this creation rather than the creator. There are demonic structures, religious systems, and blindness that must be broken if your kingdom is to come and release life. Father, that is the task that you have given us. That is what we are to pray about. So today, I ask that you open my eyes to see where I need to pray to see breakthrough in these areas in my world. People around me are blinded by Satan. Father, I pray for light to shine through and heal their blindness. Father, there are people worshiping this world, money, power, creation itself. Father, I ask that you shake their worlds with your thunder, 
lightning, and earthquakes so that they recognize that their worship is in the wrong place. Cleanse this world, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, that's from the Prophetic Gallery series. I'm going to end with this passage from Matthew. Jesus told us, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. That's in Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Remember, Jesus is the gate. Through no one else, through nothing else, can you be saved. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you realize that I don't want you to be left behind. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe, ah, the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.